Hi, cuties. This is Juliet. And Courtney. And you're listening to Kind of Cute. Kind of Chaotic. Hi, cutie gang. Welcome to today's episode. So this one is going to be just a fun little good time. We're going to talk about makeup because why not we both love makeup also too I feel like makeup has like changed so much throughout the years and I feel like we have like funny stories to go with that most definitely but my favorite I want to talk about all the phases the phases I went through in makeup those are those are where all my stories come from everyone buckle up this is gonna be a ride it's been a wild time let's go ahead and start from like the very beginning when did we like first start learning about makeup like I remember all of like the tv commercials the Maybelline maybe she's born with it maybe it's Maybelline or cover it up with cover girl like Ooh, for me, just- it was like Tyra different. Banks and like just watching what was America's it America's Next Top Model. Yes, America's Next Top Model. And I just remember like episodes where they actually had to do like an advertisement for cover girl and so they just had an ass- a whole assortment of makeup on the walls anyone remember this episode and then they had to whole- do a whole commercial they're putting it all over their faces so definitely from like shows like that but then also like no that's pretty much it that's like what got me into it there's nothing else I will say too at the time my mom sold Avon and so I would see like all the Avon catalogs and then she would get like those little quads and I would always like play with them when she wasn't looking but she always knew oh my mom sold Mary Kay makeup and I know that there was like a rose gold or like a pink car that we could possibly win she never won she never won it (laughs) no but I remember that too so I was getting a bunch of like Mary Kay products and like I was rocking my like bright pink lips it was it was a fun time right and then when I was in fifth grade I got into modeling school and they gave us like makeup kits so then we would have our makeup done when we went to like auditions and things like that and like it's just a wild look back at that because I started confidently wearing makeup at the age of 10 like to school so you were going to like you were doing modeling what in sixth grade you said fifth grade fifth grade and sixth grade yeah oh babe those were my years that's when I was going through my thick under eyeliner top eyeliner winged um I I was like uh, the spiderweb lashes yeah the spiderweb lashes and I had my hair like it's pulled all the way from one side creating this like I don't even know what this is called oh my gosh our like the entire head was a bang yeah your entire (laughs) head was like a bang and so that's what I was doing at that time and that's when I I that's when I was like really getting into makeup not in a good way that was a that was a rough time do you hear the thunder Uh, miss Florida I don't miss you it's blue skies here bitch (laughs) anyways fun fact I was gonna I wanted to film from the pool I wanted to just lay in the pool and talk to you cuties and then like literally as I was about to leave it starts downpouring that's Florida for you 
It's Florida for you. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the iconic things that I did was I would take bronzer and I would not put it on my cheekbones. I would just put it over my entire fucking face. <laughs> because keep in mind, I'm a biracial cutie and there's not a whole lot on the market for biracial cuties for foundation. So I'd always have like a whiteish foundation. And then I would just do that to darken up my foundation. Are you kidding me? I would do that normally. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, that's, I, I thought that's I how people were getting tan. I was just rubbing yes. it all over. I was even rubbing it on like my shoulders and stuff. Or like the Victoria's Secret glitter eyeliner. Mm-mm. I did not experience that beautifulness. Was that fun? That was iconic. Was yeah. iconic and then time. body like shimmer that I'd wear to sixth grade. Mm. I still have body shimmer to this day. <laughs> Honestly, I think Victoria's Secret needs to rebrand and just do everything that they did in the 2000s and it would be perfect. Anyways, so that was middle school. I want to talk about like, when did we start like actually learning how to do makeup? So I started watching YouTube videos probably in 2012 and they were like very low quality filmed on a MacBook in their kitchen by a window for lighting like YouTube tutorials and that's when I learned that like oh bronzer doesn't go all over your face (laughs) like it's only supposed to go in like a certain place and it was just like I don't know why but I couldn't stop watching YouTube videos even if I was like I wasn't even learning but it's just like watching it was so fascinating to me and the way I started doing my makeup completely changed so what was it like for you like how did you start started learning how to do makeup the same way I was addicted to YouTube um in fact I I was a little YouTuber myself making music videos but from those music videos you can easily see my heavily eyeliner that was my era my like emo gothic era where I just really wanted to be an e-girl or like a what was it called it was like there one of the girls that I remember watching all the time was um Andrea Russett she was like the e-girl of that time um anyways so I was going I was all over YouTube just watching every single tutorial I possibly could find then I was trying to create my own tutorials as you can see, I did not make it too far into the makeup industry, making YouTube like makeup tutorials, but I learned a lot and I do love makeup so much. It's just so fun. So fun to be creative on your face. <laughs> right. I think like even 10 year old me who didn't know what I was doing, like putting it on was just so fun. And like the number one thing I think like the generation above us was always like, you don't need makeup to be pretty. You don't need makeup to be pretty. I'm like, girl, I don't give a fuck about being pretty. Like, this is just fun. Like, I mm-hmm. love putting gold sparkles on my eyes for no good reason. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so that's, so it looks like we both got, like, I feel like but that's when YouTube was kind of being born, you know? Yes. But yeah. in 2013, I discovered an influencer named Jacqueline Hill and at the time she I don't think she was considered an influencer back then I don't think influencer was really a thing back then Mm -mm. no but I loved her videos I learned how to do makeup I will say because of her I would rock a very nude lip and a very bright orange like blended smoky eye (laughs) 
oh my gosh um but like I would walk around Beaverton High School like that and just own it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but on that note I think that honestly influencer culture has definitely changed the makeup world yeah for sure no like well I just feel like the industry has grown so intensely like with Mm -hmm. all of the artists all over social media now well first of all all of that has grown so much like it sometimes I think about if I really stuck to it on YouTube back when I was 12 I would have made it because I look now at everyone who used to be I literally we were we were watching them when they had the smallest followings you know we're OGs. Advertisement used to be really heavy with like celebrities and heavy with like commercials, kind of like we were talking about like those CoverGirl and Maybelline commercials, which mm-hmm. they, they still have commercials, but now like a lot of the marketing is very heavy on social media and influencers and getting a certain person to represent your brand and everything like that. I feel like it's shifted so much from like, here's how to do winged eyeliner to here is a 30 minute video that I'm posting sponsored by this brand, which I'm going to get paid $60,000 for, you know, it's just completely different. Yeah. Cause now it's like these people with these products and these different brands, they're now just looking to the people online, looking at their views, looking at how popular and how many videos are being seen by how many people. And they're like, oh, this is the person we want to promote our stuff. And then they're just making so much more money off of the YouTubers and off of the influencers. So yeah, it's just crazy how um, the internet and like social media has taken over, you know, like everything's through social media. Absolutely. And um, again, like I said, I've been watching Jacqueline Hill since 2012, I think. And it's so crazy to see even like what she's created with everything. And I will say there's parts of me that do like Jacqueline. And then there's parts of me where it's like, oh, it's a little, a little fishy what you, what you do in there. I don't even I think know. That there's the, like a dog above me. I don't even know like the full tea of everything. I've kind of just, I don't really re- know all of that. What I do know is that like I've been watching her from the beginning and I just enjoy watching her and like I mean I feel like once I really like a YouTuber I'm just like friends with them so like Mm -hmm. I'm just like watching them their daily lives um but we're talking about the makeup portion of it all right yes like the makeup portion so one thing that somebody said when as you guys know in 2019 she released lipsticks and they had hairs in them and that was a huge did you get one no actually I did not get one I had her palette I just didn't have her lip stuff Mm -hmm. um something that someone said was like the only reason why this brand is able to bounce back is because it's an influencer brand whereas if this had happened seven years before and it wasn't an influencer brand oh they would be done (laughs) And yeah. so, like, that's what I mean. Like, it's so crazy to see how, like, the industry has changed. And not only that, but a few months later, when the docuseries started coming out for Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson, it was so crazy, like, how much everyone was just so about it. Even, like, my, like, our friends at work who weren't even that into makeup, they were so fascinated by that docuseries. 
And it actually made a lot of people who usually don't buy makeup, like want to buy those products. So it's like the influencer culture has definitely just changed the makeup industry. And although I totally understand, um, I personally don't support Jeffree Star anymore. And I understand why people don't support Jeffree and Shane. But one thing you, you got to admit was like, they really did something with that docuseries. I completely agree. It was so interesting. I think a lot of the filming they put out is actually like really good work. Like that could have been like on like a Netflix series or something. Right. And I also think too, like from a consumer's point of view, seeing like how much it costs to make things and versus how much they want to charge and packaging and everything like that in between it also kind of shifted our view as a consumer because it kind of made you stop and think like, okay, should I pay this amount for this brand when they are going to be making 90, like their profit is like 90% or something crazy like that. So I definitely feel like it also shifted our viewpoint too. And it also was really inspiring because someone like Shane, who isn't a makeup artist, you know, I think we all have like a little bit of artistry in us and it kind of showed that like he was able to create colors and create really cool ideas. And although I will say in hindsight, the palette isn't really my taste. <laughs> um, the fact that he was even, even able to do that and it was kind of like inspiring to others that like, whoa, like if I ever had the opportunity, would I be able to create a palette, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, that totally opens the whole, like a door to everyone who's ever been like, oh, I could never do this. Oh, I could never do that. Bitch. Yeah, you can. Like anyone can. Like if he can make a makeup palette, like then we can, we can do the same thing, you know, of course rip our stan fans, you know, like rip that we're like fans, but we also have to admit that the pigment on those palettes phenomenal they're good Mm -hmm. they're really good (laughs) yeah um actually as a matter of fact last year when I was decluttering a lot of my makeup how many palettes did I give you like guys she was like Santa Claus like it was like Christmas call her call her Santa Juju Juju Claus Juju Claus call her Juju Claus she showed up with like (laughs) boxes of makeup and palettes and palettes and palettes and not just like anything like from like Walgreens or something it was like high-end stuff and I was like I am not worthy it it was kind of ridiculous but apparently she just gets a lot like what juju like explain at the time I was subscribed to BoxyCharm and I was a premium member which meant I got two boxes a month I also did like their Boxy Lux which was like a bigger box every three months so I'd be getting a lot from there. And then I would do the Jeffree Star mystery boxes because I didn't want to support him, but I liked his products, but I knew that he didn't turn a profit on those boxes, right? Mm. So what, but what would happen is I would get a lot of repeat items or items that like I just simply couldn't use because I had 80 palettes. <laughs> like I literally sat down and counted right now. Like one night I literally had over a hundred palettes. And so then I started going through them and it was like, take them like I don't care I don't want money just take them and you were just like (laughs) guys you didn't I didn't understand I was just like I was like is this real like is she is she being for real right now like I was like I was like 
what what's gonna happen if I take all this stuff like oh my gosh but yeah <laughs> Juju Claus delivered and it was a great Christmas for a little old Courtney I had all my makeup <laughs> so I still have a lot of it like and I use it all the time I'm like and I'll look at it and I'm like remember that Christmas when Juju Claus came to town and she gave me so much makeup it's such a good memory <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Actually, this reminds me of another topic I want to jump into. I felt like in the 2016 era where influencer culture was just at its absolute peak in the makeup community, it kind of created like overconsumption. And like the idea of having like a huge vanity just full of makeup was like so desired. And that's like what I desired for a really long time. And then you start like looking at how much stuff you have, things start expiring and you're like, oh shit, I gotta get rid of some of this. But yeah, that's just like reminded yes. me. Yes, I remember like that was also something I so desperately wanted because I would watch all these YouTube videos of makeup hauls and like, like vanity halls like they would go through every drawer they would show everything and show all the makeup they have and I was like I want to look like you my boy like I was like this is amazing like that's all I ever dreamed of and not gonna lie I still have a little too much uh but that's thanks to Juju Claus because she did give me a little bit more but I I mean, I do need a declutter. I really do. We'll see if that ever happens. But um, no, that was like the whole thing. I loved watching like room tours. But then uh, with that, they'd always show their vanity with all their makeup. And I'm like, oh, that looks amazing. So mm -hmm. yeah, I absolutely agree. And like the 2016 era, it was like, I think the other thing too, so keep in mind, at the time I was 18 turning 19. So it's like, obviously I didn't have the money to drop on, on a $30 highlighter from Becca, right? And then you would see somebody open a drawer and it's just like full of highlighters from Becca and you're just like <laughs> crying. I would, like, I would just love to sit down just once at your vanity and just play with the things that you have because it's like we we would just dream about having those and I remember I got a job that summer just so that I could buy makeup <laughs> like from wow. Sephora and all that and so yeah that was like the era it was like overconsumption and also too it was like whatever the inf like whatever Jaclyn Hill recommended at the time it would pretty much just sell out yeah like, um, I don't know if you recall, but like champagne pop was a huge deal. Yeah, I don't know as much as many details, but no. So one of the ways I was getting makeup, I know you already mentioned that you were doing these kind of things too, but I was doing a makeup subscription. So I was doing Ipsy and honestly, I did not stop doing Ipsy until like a few months ago when like I had to switch over my cards <laughs> like okay. I was just like I just love the fact that I was get getting little presents every month from myself and I'm like oh my gosh who could it be oh my gosh it's from me you know right. what I mean so that was a good way especially when I was younger um my mom gifted me like a year of subscription of makeup subscription and so that was always so fun like that was my way of getting like getting to test out different samples of like really high-end stuff. Right. So with BoxyCharm, it is full-size products. And so it's like, I would be getting like Whoa. an eyeshadow. 
Okay, this isn't an ad, but if Oxycharm wanted to sponsor me, that'd be fine too. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. And so it's five full-size products each month for $25. Sounds like a great freaking deal. So let me show you what's in the July premium box, which is $35 a month. The Lunar Beauty, um, like the newest palette, some bare minerals thing, some sponges, um, looks like a hair gel. It looks like a rose oil, something like that. I'm just going off of like what the picture is. But anyways, amazing value, right? And you're like, how can you beat that? The problem is that sometimes like you don't get to choose your items in the box. And so you might get things that like you are just never going to touch. And so, but if you're into everything and if you like, if you get something that you haven't even tried before, it's super fun to experiment. And, you know, then you're not over here spending so much money on it and then realizing, oh, I didn't actually really like that. Instead, you're getting in the subscription going, oh, I don't really like that. That's not for me. And then giving it away to Courtney because she accepts gifts. <laughs> she does accept gifts <laughs> but yeah no that's always fun I always I mean I encourage little subscriptions like that you know unless I think it's great if you don't have a big makeup like yeah collection sure. yeah like I um have even been selling some of my old things on Macari recently and got rid of a lot of stuff. And it's been honestly pretty refreshing to just be able to get rid of so many things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was just like a little bit like I feel like 2016 era of makeup was just its own beast. Like that really matte full coverage look, the shimmery chunky highlighter on the cheekbones, the super nude lip the big bold brows the huge wing eyeliner like Ugh, I've tried it all I have tried it all is there anything that like you got into and then stuck with for a really long time because I have one that still to this day I just I am obsessed with it I stopped doing it but for our good reasons um but I started doing magnetic eyelashes where you clip it on the top and it has a little strip of a magnet. So this isn't the eyeliner magnetic eyelashes. This is where it had literally a little tiny strip of a magnet on the top. And then you put the other one um, that also has a magnet on it on the bottom and they clip together, literally clip-ons. These weren't yeah. like hair extent, like these weren't eyelash extensions. These were eyelash clip-ons. And I did that for probably like seven years. Yeah. And I'm Let's obsessed see, with them. No, yeah. I'm trying to think like, what is something that I, I feel like once I properly learned how to contour, I mm-hmm. feel like I haven't really given that up just because I like the way it looks. Yeah. And so and like you do your eyebrows, right? I don't do my eyebrows. I'm terrified of doing my eyebrows. You have good eyebrows, so <laughs> good. I was fishing for a compliment. That's what I was. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was getting with that. Just kidding. <laughs> but no, like I was I I'm like an eyelash hoe. Like I love a good set of eyelashes. Um, so we Actually, Juju uh, got me hooked on eyelash extensions because she was going to her friend Nikki and now we're all besties because I started going to Nikki too. Shout out to Nikki. She's in Orlando, Florida, and she does eyelashes and 
freckles, tattoo freckles. She can do like eyebrow tinting. She's really, really talented and she's so good to talk to. She could also be like a therapist. Oh yeah. I feel like <laughs> that's what usually ends up happening with like eyelash techs. They just become your therapist because you have to lay there with them for like an hour and a half. You could talk about your dreams, hopes, and goal, your hopes, dreams, goals, everything. And your hose. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I'm an eyelash host and now I'm addicted to eyelash extensions because also it's just nice to be able to wake up and just get out of bed and like technically you don't even have to put on any other makeup. Like I feel like I'm put together with just my eyelashes on, you know, that was a really good ad, Courtney. Anyway, sponsor me, Nikki. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) But on that note of like being natural, I feel like that has shifted so much from the 2016 era. Like, girl, everybody wants that skin tint, your skin better, the natural, glowy, like clean girl esque look. It's so crazy. And also, skincare. Like, skincare is really in right now. Where it's like, I remember Which in 2016. Which is good. That's healthy for us. Mm-hmm. I remember in 2016, it was all about like the full coverage foundation, but then we would use like a Neutrogena makeup wipe to take it off. Right. No, no shade yeah. to Neutrogena. That's no shade. <laughs> no shade. Don't sponsor. No, just kidding. Sponsor us. <laughs> um, no, another thing about that. So that's actually something I've also been really into lately with my foundation. It's like... Um, it's like a sunscreen slash like really light foundation that matches your skin tone. Um, I'm going to have to actually look that the name up actually crap. I forget what it's called. Isn't it like the Dr. Dart? No. Sunscreen okay, never mind. foundation. Please. Is hold. it the Ilya? No. Um, Tower? No. Rare Beauty? No. Wow. There's so many. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. No, wait, let me type matches skin tone. No, can't figure out what it's called. I'm addicted to the sunscreen like foundation and it matches your skin tone. And literally it starts out green and you smear it on and then it'll match your skin tone. So Juju, it will work for you. It'll work for me. It's like um, the traveling pants where the Dude, pants I really fit think, everyone. I really think you're talking about the Dr. Doctor, doctor Jar redness cream. Okay, let me search it. Did I swear? Oh, that's, that's it, it. That's it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Dr. Jart, Sikapair, Tiger Grass Correcting Treatment, baby. I love that stuff so much. Um, I literally put it on you one time when I had to do your makeup before going to Magic Kingdom. So you know. So I've yeah. actually sold it to a few clients. Where yeah. do you work again? Sephora. <laughs> Perfect. I was just making sure because I couldn't remember for a second. I can, I can buy it through you because I'm running out soon. So we're going to have to talk. We're going to have my people talk to your people. <laughs> All right. Send an email to daddy, Mike. We'll line it up. Yeah. See? Oh my gosh. I'm dead. I literally, that was the first thing I said. And you're like, no, I have never heard Dr. Jart before. I just remember it. It was like, I, it will start with a C like sick a pair, you know, that's probably not even how you say it. That's probably not. Sick a pair. That doesn't even sound appealing at all, but do you guys like to try this new high end sick a pair? Sick a pair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyways, 
yes, things are more natural. We're more focused on skincare, which I absolutely love. Now that like influencers are in the game, and I feel like now that people are aware of influencer culture, like we are aware of how much money they can make, their brand deals, all that stuff. I feel like people are now more cautious as a consumer. And because I remember in 2016, it's like, if a group of influencers just said, oh, we like this Morphe palette, it would sell out. Whereas now people are a lot more cautious of things that influencers promote. Well, I also feel like with YouTube and everything, a lot of it has honestly moved over into TikTok and literally Mm -hmm. people like things, how you were saying when Jacqueline Hill on YouTube years ago would have things go be sold out. That's what's happening on TikTok as well. Um, I know there's this one beauty guru. I don't know if I'm sure you know who she is. She has black hair, Southern has a Uh husband. Okay. I guess those weren't really, um, (laughs) those weren't really descriptive, but, um, she'll post something and she'll try everything out. And like, she, she tries everything out and, and then I'll go on Amazon, like looking for what she just posted about and it's sold out millions and millions of views and sold out, sold out, sold out. Every single thing she posts sold out, sold out, sold out so yeah like tiktok is like the new youtube honestly but like much shorter videos you know so i absolutely agree also watch my tiktok videos what is plugging myself oh yeah go watch my tiktok videos (laughs) (laughs) all right so we talked a lot about the catastrophe that was how we did our makeup in sixth grade, all that stuff. Let's talk about how we do it today. So one thing I've been doing that I love recently is for my eyeshadow, I've just been taking bronzer, putting it like in the crease, and then I'll pick my like highlighter from Fenty, like the light champagne one, and then just like put it on the inner corner and put it through like halfway through my lid and then I'll take some like dark brown shadow and just run it along my uh top lash line and then call it a day like that's my new eye look (laughs) oh my gosh I love it I feel like well it depends on the days off I don't do as much like I don't I'm right now if you could see me I just have my lashes on um when I'm working at Disney I'm a little more extra I put on my sicka pair and my bronzer and my (laughs) all all of the highlight in the whole world because I am the sun when I am there and you have to see me from miles away and then I all the glitter on my on my eyes I just mix it up every time um and you know I mean, I guess it's it's definitely immensely changed from seventh grade to now. Um, I just know how to blend now. And I do still love using all the bright colors like ever. I love experimenting with all the different colors. But on my off days, I look like a little potato, a little blank potato. Potato. <laughs> but that's about it. And I feel like I'm trying, I'm testing more like bright shades of colors on my lips or, um, and nudes. And that's pretty much it. Nothing else really. I've been really into like the glossy lip and the more natural look, honestly, like ever since I've moved up here. Um, yeah, I'm not, I haven't done that. I haven't got, <laughs> I haven't gotten there. I, I still definitely 
I like the glitz and glam, you know, but I love that for you. I'm not saying for no, you. No, it's nice. Me, I love that for you. You look great. Thank you. I found like, I do a lot of things without makeup now. It's funny. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. Brave. What'd you say? Brave. It's brave. Brave girl. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> should we wrap up this episode, Courtney? see I told you you could do it (laughs) anyways cutie gang thank you guys for listening to today's episode this was really fun a little chaotic um kind of with that being said always keep it kind of cute and kind of chaotic did my elbow just like pop did you hear that (laughs) anyway bye cutie (laughs) bye guys